Welcome to Entrepreneurs in Progress, a podcast about entrepreneurs figuring out how to be successful in real time. I'm Bridget Price. And I'm Lauren Kemp. And we're two entrepreneurs who have built businesses that bring in $300,000 and $700,000 in revenue per year and started some businesses that have lost a few thousand too. We're sharing our experiences of what the entrepreneurship journey is really like to help you become confident, successful entrepreneurs faster than we did. Today, we're answering when is the right time to file for your LLC? Official paperwork is definitely part of the less glamorous side of entrepreneurship, but it's an inevitable step. If you're thinking of registering your business and filing an LLC, you might be wondering, what is an LLC? Why should you even form one? And is it a big deal? These are all questions we answer as Lauren and I share our experience filing for our LLCs for our businesses. Let's get started. Lauren, can you give us a brief explainer about what an LLC is, why you should form one, and tell us the moment when you filed for an LLC? Absolutely. So an LLC, for those of you who are not familiar, is a limited liability corporation. And the main reason that you would want to form one is for personal liability protection, meaning your personal assets like your home, your car, bank accounts and investments, they are all protected from the actions of your company. So even if your business owes money, they can't come after those personal assets. It's also an opportunity to formalize a partnership if you're starting your business with other people. And the last thing that I would want to mention is that you have to look into your own state's specific rules for filing an LLC because it differs from state to state. So Brian and I have only filed for an LLC twice. I remember being really nervous when I filed for my first one, mostly because I was afraid of messing something up that would be a pain in the ass to undo because it's the government. Mm -hmm. And I waited until I was like really far along in the process. Like I had my product formed and I was ready to launch, but I didn't want to start selling until I had an LLC because I was concerned about liability, especially because the product I was selling had CBD in it. And so I probably didn't need to be all that concerned, but I wasn't about to lose all that my husband and I have built over this brand new business. And then the second time I filed for an LLC was for Rotive. We just used LegalZoom and I was much less worried because we had done it before. We filed even later in the process this time, like Brian had been taking on clients and working as a <laughs> freelancer six months prior. So there's, there was definitely some risk there, but we just evaluated it and determined it was relatively low. So we waited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then once we knew we wanted to turn it into a bigger business beyond just his freelancing, we planned to file for the LLC and I joined the business full time. Those two moments encapsulate Brian and my philosophy regarding when to form an LLC. We like to do it after we've formed the business, not before. Yeah. <laughs> as long as the liability risk is low and there isn't any external funding or investors, not worth our time to go through the hassle of that paperwork if we don't have anything behind it. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point you bring up about setting up an LLC after you've done some work in the business. I always say starting the work or starting your business is more important than doing the quote unquote paperwork. Yeah. Um, and yes, the paperwork feels good in terms of checking something off of your proverbial checklist. 
But mm-hmm. what does it matter filing the LLC if you've never or haven't validated your business just yet? Yeah, it's like I said, we've always like put that off. No one likes doing paperwork. As you mentioned, it's the less glamorous side of entrepreneurship. There's plenty of people out there who get LLCs, you know, and then don't do anything with them. Right. And I think like taking that action is like still it's still a good thing. Like you're you're taking that action. That's you're one step closer to running your business. But in terms of the chronological order of things, mm-hmm. you know, we just do it later. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And I think that filing for your LLC means you're intentional, right? Like you mm-hmm. want to get your business off on the right foot. You're trying to protect yourself and your future assets. And yeah, I guess even your current assets. But yeah, it's always nice to know that the business is working or what you're doing on the side is viable before taking that step. Because even though it's a less glamorous side of the business starting aspect, there's still some fees associated with it. It's not super high. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you just want to make sure that you are actually forming a real LLC and not just doing it for the sake of filing your LLC. Yeah, I think I mentioned earlier, there's exceptions Mm -hmm. to everything. Obviously, if you're getting funding or have investors, probably should have that kind of legal stuff formalized much earlier. For Bridget and my business, we're working with our husbands, like Mm -hmm. we're bootstrapping. Yeah, absolutely. It's nothing crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great point you raise. A lot of venture capitalists or competitions where you pitch your idea, they require that you have an LLC first or something that shows that you're an operating business versus side hustle or freelance situation. Mm -hmm. So that's a great point you bring up. Bridget, can you tell me about the time or times that you filed for an LLC? (laughs) Yeah, I filed only two LLCs on my own. One was for my college consulting business, and then one recently for a new business. Marcus has filed all the countless others. (laughs) (laughs) So when I filed for my consulting business, I was already doing the work, as you mentioned. I had clients. I was trying to build my client list, and I was actually working in the business. But when I received a letter after I filed, something about that made it feel super official. Like, oh, wow, Mm -hmm. like my business is registered. It has an LLC. It's listed with the Arizona Corporation Commission. And it just made it feel real. And it was so real that I tacked the little paper on my whiteboard and I kept it Mm. there as a reminder that I'm actually a business owner. Um, In hindsight, I felt proud and it was motivating, at least in that temporary period, to keep going. Most recently, I gifted an LLC for Christmas to Marcus. (laughs) And I know that sounds awful, guys, but I promise you, Marcus is just really hard to shop for. (laughs) I think it's cute. (laughs) It means like, I support you, boo. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I support you in this idea that you had and let me take care of that. (laughs) It's a supportive Yes, gift. It's like, I know what you like or know what you're looking for, and, but he really is hard to shop for. <laughs> and actually, he hates when I gift him things. I still do, but he hates it. But he really did appreciate this gift. And the LLC is for a property management company that we're launching this year. That LLC was really easy to file for. It was done in less than 30 minutes. And this was different than my experience the first time I filed for an LLC. The first time I filed for my LLC was in 2015. And Mm -hmm. in that era, Arizona was one of the three states that required a notice for publication to complete the LLC process. So this was slightly inconvenient because after you file for an LLC, you have to wait for the letter 
detailing the next steps to publish a notice of the formation of your business in the newspaper for three consecutive yeah. runs. So if you're, <laughs> if you have an LLC from prior to 2017, this is not new to you. <laughs> and so that process can last upward of three to four weeks. Thankfully, finally, I should say, mm -hmm. Arizona discontinued this in 2017 because now when you file an LLC on their website, they publish the formation on their website and it mm -hmm. technically fulfills that notification step. So it would be interesting to see how many people actually filed their LLCs before 2017 and then completed the process afterwards like me. But it's one of those steps that could be quickly overlooked as a new business owner. Like you think you filed and then boom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You have these next steps and then are you really filed? And then yeah. it would be interesting to hear if people ran into issues as a result of that. Did you use a service like LegalZoom or go through an attorney or how did you, was it like, did you just go on the website? No, it was very old school. I just went on the website. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the, those types of websites can be very like um, coded and it can be kind of vague or cloudy and the next steps or how to do it. But it was mm -hmm. relatively easy for me. I just went directly mm -hmm. to the website paid an expedited fee of $50. And for less than $100, my LLC was filed. So I just went the old nice. school way. So, you know, you've talked about how you filed a couple and Marcus has filed countless yeah. LLCs. Do you think filing for an LLC is a big deal? Like, how do you guys feel about it now? I don't think it's a big deal anymore. I used to think it was. It's really more of a performative act to appear as though you have your shit together, <laughs> to be quite honest, mm -hmm. because who doesn't like having their shit together? <laughs> yeah, I got my LLC. I got my website. I got this. I got that. But when it comes to operating a business, there are so many bigger components, like the partnership you mentioned, or for me, it was getting my website up and running, having a website and showing yourself outwardly or publicly is a bigger deal because at least I can direct people to it. Mm -hmm. What the hell am I going to do with an LLC letter? Hey guys, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> hey, I go to the Arizona Corporation Commission and Google my website or Google my business and you'll see it's there. I'm official. <laughs> but an LLC is necessary. It's a necessary task, but it's small, like with regard to everything else that you have to do. I mean, quite honestly, if you are a solopreneur, you may question if you actually need to deal with the bureaucracy of mm -hmm. an LLC. Maybe being a freelancer works for you. I think financial protection is always important and a great idea and you should definitely consider that. But if you're pulling in a high five or six figure amount as a consultant or freelancer, maybe the formality of an LLC is not necessary. Yeah. But you can yeah. stay as a sole proprietorship mm -hmm. and not form an LLC or a corporation or any entity. For the purposes of our discussion today, Bridget and I, again, think for smaller businesses, it's recommended because you want to lose your personal assets. You want to have mm -hmm. that protection of what you've built. Yeah, for sure. And I think an LLC is a feel-good moment for entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. That small nugget that helps all of this feel real because we suffer yeah. from so many moments when it doesn't feel real. And we're just trying to justify or validate our experiences. So it's a necessary step depending on where you are in your business and how you want to grow. But would I call it a big deal? I think that's a little subjective. I, for me, it's a no. How about you? <laughs> so for me, the first one felt like a big deal at the time. And that's because I think I imbued it with more weight and meaning because I was like, it's official and yeah. it makes taxes more complicated. And I think it just depends because as a standalone, it's not a big deal to just form one, in my opinion, because I think I've mentioned before, you know, how many people do we know that have LLCs? but mm -hmm. no businesses behind them. 
Mm-hmm. It in itself is not a big deal, but when you're formalizing a partnership or you have built something behind it, I think it is a bigger deal. It is a level of seriousness because yeah, you're doing official paperwork and paying a fee. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that maybe we need to have a conversation around LLCs and taxes because that's a whole different conversation. Because, yeah, depending on how you set up your LLC, if you don't have partners or if you don't have official employees yet, that is still considered your personal income when it comes to tax season. And that's rough because while you're protected financially from your personal assets from being retrieved, if in case something goes wrong, you're also still technically financially responsible for your business. And it's a really weird catch 22. Maybe we'd have someone here who can, oh, actually, Lauren's mom does taxes. She hates doing our taxes and she's like, you guys are so complicated. I was going to say, maybe we should have her on to talk about the pains of having an LLC and all of that. Well, it's better than having a corporation where you get taxed twice. Man, S-Corps are... That's another conversation. We are not. Yeah, it's like there there are pros and cons (laughs) to all of these different entity types that you can create. That's what that's what we're getting at. Yeah, that's that's actually a valid question. So with regard to filing for your LLC or when you and Brian filed, did he ever consider S-Core? Did he think that was just too far down the line? A lot of new entrepreneurs really try Mm -hmm. to assess if they should be a sole proprietor, LLC, go down the corporation route. Yeah, Uh, we thought about it and we looked mm -hmm. into it and it was because of the having to pay taxes twice thing that we were like, (laughs) yeah, no, let's let's start with an LLC. And then I feel like typically you start with an LLC and then grow into a corporation. Yep. I was just Um, going to say that. I would say that for any newer entrepreneurs out there, if you ever question what you should do, I think an LLC is the safest place to start and then you can grow. And it's a lot easier to grow into S-Corp versus, yeah, having to start there, pay taxes twice, amongst other things that make it difficult to maneuver with your money. LLCs, you have more flexibility with how you manage your money as well. S-Corp has a lot more rules and boundaries and restrictions on access to company money. So that's just something to think about too. But LLC is, I think, definitely the way to go when thinking about protecting yourself financially and separating yourself from your business. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. (laughs) So to wrap this up, Lauren, when do you think you should file or form an LLC? As I mentioned before, for me and Brian, we like to do it after we have a lot of the business set up, although there are exceptions to getting it done beforehand, Mm -hmm. like if you have investors and funding and partnerships and that stuff. So yeah, I think it should be after there's a business to actually have an entity behind. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think when you reach a financial standpoint of needing that IRS protection and making sure Mm -hmm. clients or consumers don't come after your ass, Yeah, that's a good Uh, point. (laughs) (laughs) That's always a good time to set up an LLC. You can realistically do it as one of your first to-do items because it's so quick and painless. You just got to be careful not to fall into the LLC Bermuda Triangle. That's where I imagine all LLCs go when they're not acted upon. (laughs) It's a little black hole where it's like, you know, each other asking what they were supposed to do or what they were supposed to be. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, devil deliveries. What was your concept? And they respond with, oh, I was supposed to be DoorDash or Postmates. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was a boutique cupcake shop. (laughs) And I'm only joking about that because 
Marks and I have had countless LLCs that just never <laughs> saw the light of day. But yeah, I think depending on who you are, you might be very type A, right? Like you just need to mm -hmm. have that done. And that's great and all, but I think it's just important not to, again, work so far ahead of your business before you actually work in it. And I like setting up LLCs when we already have some groundwork laid. The exception, mm -hmm. obviously, with the recent gift I gave Marcus of that LLC. <laughs> yeah is because we've already made steps or progress towards that property management company. And so we feel better about doing something like that earlier on because we're not scared to start a new business, if that makes sense. But also what yeah. a unique GIF idea. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a good he way was... to show support to- <laughs> Yeah, he was happy. It was like one of those things like, oh, it's done. And then we yeah. can just go into the bank, set up that account and- Start. Oh my God, yeah, all the yeah. other shit that you have to set up. <laughs> all the other shit. That's also why you need an LLC sometimes too, to separate your banking stuff. And... You gotta open a business bank account, right? Yeah. An EIN at the least. Yeah, and that's how you get one is through an LLC. Technically you can use your social security number, I don't recommend it. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, you need, after that, LLC does provide you with more room to get certain things done. But typically work on the business first, See if it has legs, then yeah. go ahead and file your LLC. That's it for today. As you continue setting up your business, join us in the Entrepreneurs in Progress Supercast community. For only $5 a month, you get to join a community of fellow fans and entrepreneurs to discuss entrepreneurship, as well as have access to Ask Me and Bridget Anything, behind the scenes content, and a shout out in our future episodes. Once you're in, go ahead and let us know where you need help, and we'll point you in the right direction. The link to join our Supercast community is in the show notes. Your support helps ensure that we can keep creating this podcast, whether it's contributing to our Supercast community, joining our LinkedIn group, or even just sharing episodes with your friends and family. Thanks for listening, and until next time.